You are listening to Bacon Wrap Business, and this is your host, Brad Costanzo, back at you again. To all my loyal listeners, virtual fist bump, thank you for listening, and to anybody new who's happened across the show, and this is the very first time hearing my voice, well, welcome. I intend to make this an amazing show for you, and um, if you are a entrepreneur, or you're just entrepreneurial, if you're in business now, or trying to start a side business, or just trying to find your path, or you're a marketing executive or founder, then there is a place for you here at Bacon Wrap Business because I do my best to find the smartest people on the planet that I have personal, authentic curiosity about and get them on the show to pick their brains clean and give you actionable advice and insights that you can use. And today we are going to talk to Keith Yaki. Yakety Yaki. Keith is an awesome guy. He is a, um, he's actually a former pastor who then gave that up, started dating Playboy Playmates, became a success in uh, business and in real estate. And he had an epiphany when he saw his mother dying of cancer. And the one thing he saw on her, on her face that really set his life in a new direction is regret. And he's going to explain that. And now he's going to talk to you about how he helps entrepreneurs, both current and new and future entrepreneurs, find their passion and their purpose and uh, take that to market and really leave a, lead a life without regrets. Um, this is an amazing episode. I've actually already done it and you're going to love it. Before we introduce you though, officially to Keith, um, I have got a favor from you. Um, I want you to, if you're listening to this on your iPhone or Android or whatever, pull out your email and send me an email with one of these two things or both. That's cool. Uh, one, give me your favorite business book that you've ever read or just favorite book that's made a big impact on your life. I am running to the end of my Kindle and instead of going to my Amazon wish list, I thought I'd go to my listener's wish list. Send an email to askbrad at bacon wrap business and um, any subject you want, just say, you know, favorite book uh, or one of the other ones. Tell me what your book is. Just send it to me. I'll get them. I'm compiling a list. Or a future guest that you want to hear on the show. If there's somebody that you think would make an amazing guest, the more challenging, the better, right? So I love reaching out to people and seeing if I can get them on my show. I have not been turned down yet. That being said, there's a first time for everything. Send me an email recommendation. Just pull out your iPhone, send it over. Ask Brad at Bacon Rap Business. Tell me either your favorite business book, a future guest you'd love to see, uh, or both. And I would love to check that out. Now, one of the things you're going to hear from our guest today, Keith, is about his upcoming Amped Life experience. It's going to be in July in um, uh, in Las Vegas, July 2016, in case you're listening to this way in the future. And you can actually go check that out at the Amped Life, T-H-E-A-M-P-E-D, life.com. I'm telling you this in case you don't have time to stick around to listen to Keith, but Gary Vanderchuk's going to be there. Uh, Sean Stevenson's going to be there. Dan Martell's going to be there. All former guests on Bacon Rat Business. And I will likely be there as well. But let me see if I can bring on Keith and um, get to it. I think you're going to absolutely love this. All right. Let's welcome Keith Yaki to the show. Cue applause. What's up, <laughs> Keith? Nice, man. Hey, pleasure to be on here. Um, dude, super stoked to just uh, bring the goodness. Me too, brother. I mean, I've, uh, I'm really excited about some of the stuff you are doing, and it's been fun to watch uh, You know, some of the marketing behind it. I mean, you've got this 
kick-ass event coming up with Gary Vanderchuk and Sean Stevenson and several other people that um, I know and respect. Many of them, if not all of them, have been on the show before on Bacon Rap Business. And um, I want to hear more. Like, you've got an interesting, interesting story. Uh, and I really want to hear about it. I mean, you were a, you were a pastor. Tell me if I get this right. You were a pastor who dated playmates. And then now you're helping people find their purpose in life. What <laughs> the F? Tell me more. I'm well, interested. So, yeah, that's all true. <laughs> the um, Yeah, I was a pastor. Uh, as a young kid, I kind of turned to religion, found some hope in that, and uh, moved off from Southern California to Montana, believe it or not, to actually start a church with a good friend of mine and did that for about eight years. And I was I was all in, man. I was like I I believed it, and so I was I was a hundred percent in. And then kind of as I grew, things kind of my mindset started to just open up a bit. Uh, moved back to the big city, and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> no, I uh, I actually moved back to Vegas. One of the reasons for that was um, the passing of my mother. She died from cancer, and uh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was it would, but you know what the thing is is it was it was that defining moment in my life, or, or one of the defining moments in my life that um i saw regret in her eyes and uh if anybody who's been through that if any of your listeners have been through that i mean they they know the situation like i could describe the situation when i walked in and saw her hostess bed in in the living room that you know i had spent so many hours with her but it was different right and then you she had a wig on a little like white foam head just so she could put it on every day and kind of feel pretty like there's like there's things that they go through and then as as a as a son you go through and you look and you go, wow. But the one thing that really shocked me, really shocked me, was I saw regret in her eyes. And because I knew that like towards the end of her life, she had settled for things that I know that she probably wouldn't normally have not settled for. And uh, it was really the catalyst for me. I said right then and there, dude, I've got to go do these things that have been in my heart. And so uh, I went and started a business that I was kind of afraid to start before then. What kind? It was, what's that? What kind of business? A real estate investing company. Oh, yeah, cool. And uh, had some massive success. I was really excited about that. And as that came along, my wife and I at the time were just realizing, you know what, maybe we're better friends than lovers. And so I was single and ready to mingle, but I had no idea how. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I went to basically, I said, well, you know what, here's the thing. Um, I want to be attracted to the gal I'm with. I want to date attractive women or women that I find attractive. And so I learned everything about that that I possibly could and uh, had some real fun success with that. And as shallow as this sounds, um, I had a goal that I wanted to uh, sleep with a, a, a centerfold out of every major magazine, actually. Oh, shit. <laughs> Keith's not happy with one. No, but here's the thing is it, it the funny thing is I say playmate because it starts with P. Yeah. But it's actually playmates slash porn stars. Yeah. And so I dated some really cool uh, they were Now were you a pastor at this time? What's this See, I had I'd already stopped becoming a pastor. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um then I decided, you know what, this is what I want to go. Then I met I met uh, the girl in my dreams who I'm engaged to now. I call her my wife just because that's like, just kind of how we roll. Uh, we've got a little daughter, and I've got three other kids with the previous wife. The previous wife and the new fiancé slash wife are really good friends. That's beautiful. 
And um, so that can be really interesting for me at times when they decide to gang up on me. Mm-hmm. And about two years ago, uh, doing very well in you know real estate investing, investing seminars, stuff like that. But literally, I heard Brendan Bouchard say, if I put you in front of five million people, what would you say? Yeah, I've heard that one. And I was like, dude, I have no idea what I'd say. It's not here. Here's how to buy a house and fix it and flip it like that. That just seemed to like not matter. And I was like, well, what the hell is my purpose? Like, why am I here? Why have I lived such an interesting path all along the way and created a lot of joy for others and a lot of joy for myself? What What, what is my thing? And so that's really what led me down. Now, when I met Brendan, I had learned a lot from him about you know the internet and stuff like that. And I, and I remember calling my, my best friend from seventh grade on. He's the, op, the uh, operations guy for all the stuff that I do. He's like the checklist guy. He's super organized, makes sure everything's like, you know, I's are dotted, T's are crossed. And I said, dude, Aaron, you're not going to believe this. We're going to build websites. He's like, dude, come on. I'm like, no, we're really going to build websites, and this is what we're going to do. So I created this really cool product that helped investors out, and I did really, really well with it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? This making money and having – making money is cool, but having a purpose is even cooler. And so – that's when I really went on my journey, man. I joined every mastermind. I joined every group. I went, I like, I was all in. That's awesome. And I said, I've got to figure this thing out because I literally don't want to. I felt like I was back looking at my mom again. And I was like, driver, man, it's a, it's an awesome, I mean, it sucks to have had happen, but it drives you. So, so it like, even to this day, I mean, Mother's Day was just a couple days ago, and every Mother's Day, I get up super early, and I spend time like with her, and I'm using air quotes that they can't hear, um, but every time, I mean, it's, it's, I'm always like checking in, saying, hey, um, I'm cool, I, like, I'm good down here, mom, like, because she, you know, I was the kid that my mom would wait up late for, because I was probably like you, out doing stuff that I shouldn't have been doing oh, yeah. at certain times, and um like just checking in with her, like it's all good, mom. Like I, I found my purpose. I know what I'm doing, and I'm gonna make you proud. That's so awesome. that's that's what it's all about, and that's really where Amplify Live Experience came from. Because for me, we, I have one through line for our company, and it's this: we teach people how to give themselves permission to throw off their fears and chase their dreams. That's beautiful. Because ultimately, like for me, it wasn't about. Okay, it's like, Keith, okay, you've done well financially. You don't really have to answer to anybody. So why aren't you doing what you want to do? And the ultimate answer was, oh, um, because I was seeking permission from everybody. Like, oh, Keith, yeah, you're good at this, so you can go do that. Rather than saying, I don't need to check in with you. I'm, I'm, I, I know what I'm good at, and let's go do it. Let's go, let's go bring it. Well, how about this? I'm not good at it yet, but once I do it, I will be. Yeah, anyway. yeah. The the cool, you know, what's really interesting is um, one of the things that I like to teach people is how to find their mission, their message, their passion, their purpose. And I know those sound like big out there type concepts. And I don't necessarily know that one per- people have one purpose or one message or one mission. Um, I think that that we all go through seasons, okay. right? Um, and I think that we all need to live with the purpose of, you know, actually having purpose and people like, I want to be useful to people, right? Even jumping on this, um, you know, podcast with you, like I want it to be entertaining because I have, do have a very interesting life and some of the stories are very entertaining, but I also want there to be some sort of utility or some sort of value that they go, wow. Okay. So there was a guy that by everybody else's standards had what they would have wanted, but he was still saying, okay, no, there's something empty in here, and 
I want to really, I want to lean into what that is. Yeah. So, so tell me about like, what, what advice, like if, if that's me, if I'm sitting across the table from you and I'm like, man, I don't have, I don't know what it is. I know it's something I want to live more on purpose and passion. Like, what is it that you have discovered and you found and that you are opening people up to? Okay. So for me, I don't think I can help you find your destination because I don't know that we ever actually arrive at it, mm-hmm. but I, th- but I know for a fact I can help you find the direction. Mm-hmm. So if you're going left and you should be going right because your ultimate destination is over there, I can help you find it. And, and the way that I do it a lot for me and for anybody I've, have helped really work through this and some of the frameworks that I like to use are, are signposts. Like when I look back at my life and I go, okay, so I, now I feel like I'm truly congruent and walking in the path I'm supposed to be walking in. Now that could change in five years. It could mm-hmm. be, you know, it, and well, I'm, that's cool. I'm, I'm, you know which way yeah, you're going. I'm excited about the adventure. So what I would say is I look back and I go, okay, Keith, from a young age, you, um, you have always loved learning. Like I was the, I was like the guy at 21 that had already read a thousand books. Yeah. Like for me, that just juices me out. I've got, I've in, if you could see in my office, I got stacks of books. I'm the same way. The intellectual curiosity is so important to, or it's such a driver for my success. Mm-hmm. And just like yourself, like there's people who are curious and who aren't. Yeah, and so for me, I would. This is what I would say. Look back at my the signpost. I go, okay, cool. I was a pastor. Then I got into the insurance industry. And you know what's the most exciting thing for me to be in the insurance industry is I wanted to get up and tell all the other insurance salesmen how to be great insurance salesmen. And so I literally asked, I said, because we went to the like convention and I go, oh, how do I get up there? They're like, well, you got to sell this many policies. I go, so if I sell this many policies, next time we do this in like 60 days, I'll be up there. They're like, yeah, I'm like, cool. So I went and sold all the policies <laughs> just so I could be up there to share. And then so I moved from there and then I got into the real estate world. And so I started crushing my investing business. And these guys are like, hey, do you want to come share on our stage? I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a hell of a lot of good time. So I got up there on stage and I started actually finding that I really enjoyed the sharing of what made me successful more than actually doing the thing that made me successful, even though I still like doing it. Yeah, I I mentioned offline that, you know, I just gave a speech to 30 awesome guys this past weekend at my uh, my friend Adam Lines' event. And um, somebody afterwards was like, man, you know, you why do you do this like this? This was awesome. Like they loved it. Like. Thank you. I can't believe that somebody like you would take, you know, your, the time out to just share everything you did. And I was like, you know, I don't see myself as cool as they saw me, but yeah. um, we, none of us ever do, right? Right. But it's when he asked why, I was like, because this, I, this is what it's about. There's nothing like opening up somebody's mind and helping them and creating that, you know, passing it on. We're yeah. humans. We have evolved from our ability to pass on knowledge. To each other, it's one of the things. That, it's the reason that we have a advanced society because we share our knowledge, and it's it's one thing you get paid for it, but it's another thing to do it because you love it. And if you yeah. can do both, then you've got then you can create any you know life you want. I think a lot of people are looking for that. They re, like they're saying, "I'm good at something." Are you good at it? Does the world need it? Will the world pay you for it? And do you just do you get I mean, do you get jacked to do it? Totally. Like those are kind of some very simple criteria. If you were sitting across from who we were having coffee or an iced chai, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm a venti iced chai, seven cubes of ice, make it dirty kind of guy. <laughs> nice. And so if we're sitting there having iced chais and 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 cake pops together, then I'm going to be like, hey, what what like really pumps you up? 
is there – are people always asking you advice for this? Because people have, have always been asking me advice for, hey, how did you do that? How did you do that? And I, I loved giving it to them. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, I should be an advice guy. You know what I mean? On the topics that I'm really, really good at. I can tell you how to invest in real estate and you'll go make money. I could tell you how to um, date playmates and, and, and I'm really good at that. I could tell you how to do that. I could tell you how to take something that you know and package it up and position yourself and put a product online and sell the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. Those are things I'm really good at because I've just learned them. And I, you know what? Can I tell you what I'm really good at without like saying, because I don't know if you're going to ask me, what are you really good at? Can I tell you what I really get off on? Absolutely. And that made me really good at it. What made me really, what I really, really like is I like meeting people and creating really kick-ass relationships that we both get a lot of value from. Dude, not we, only just you and like I cut from the same cloth value. Bro. What's we're that? Cut, we're cut from the same cloth. I mean, yeah, I, I identify very, very much with every single thing you're saying, like on a, you know, soul yeah. brother type level. I like that. I, and and here's let me let me tell you how like practically it played out for me, because when people get into the the online space, I mean, there's there's the there's the the quote unquote internet celebrities right mm -hmm. and and you and i were kind of joking earlier like they've almost like think they're real celebrities which i think is kind of like oh gag me with a spoon right yeah which i think is why gary vaynerchuk is like people love him so much because he's just such a real dude yeah you meet and him at an like, event and he's just as he's like a normal dude he's not like hey listen stay back from the merchandise dude yeah he doesn't jump behind the curtain he's out in the fray yeah he's like i'm gonna meet you on soho and frith let's go have um on Snapchat, right? Like, let's go chat, which for me, I go, that's the way that's, that's really, really cool. So people come in the online space, they go, Oh, I want to join venture with all the big people. And I go, yeah, that's cool. But do you realize that this event amplify live event? It'll, it'll probably sell out. Um, today's May 10th. Are, are, do you say the days yeah, and whatever yeah. on this? Okay, cool. So today's May 10th. It's in July um, 20 something. It's July 21st, but um, just by the way tickets are selling right now and how fast they're selling, these will be sold out in the next 30 days. And that's not like a – that's not Scarcity me like saying – Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I'm not – that's not that. But I'll tell you why they're selling out so fast. I've got some of those kick-ass joint venture partners that most people probably don't know their names. Yeah. But they have like a little Facebook community of 9,000 here and Facebook community of 15,000 yeah. here. And they're – they, they've got rabid raving fans that love the same shit we love. And so many are like, oh, um, I can't get Brendan to launch my thing. Yeah, but dude, you know you could get so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so who would love your stuff and sell your event out before you could even basically promote it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, dude, you, you know what we haven't done is we haven't told everybody what – because I know what the event is. Let's talk yeah. about what you've got going on. So what is this? Okay, so the Amplify Live Experience is basically – this live event that's held in a rock concert hall called the Foundry at the SLS in Las Vegas. And it's going to be epic. Gary Vaynerchuk, Sean Stevenson, a very close friend of uh, ours. Mm -hmm. That's just a super cool guy. Dan Martell is going to be speaking. Wes Chapman from A Human Project is going to be there. 10% um, of all the profits are literally going to A Human Project because I believe so deeply in mm -hmm. um, what they're doing. I really believe deeply in what they're doing. But the the people who would want to show up here want to come out and learn more are people who either say hey I don't know what my I don't know what my message is my mission my passion or my purpose 
I'm living paycheck to paycheck or I have a shit ton of money, but I still don't know why I exist and I want to know why. Or people who already have their message and they found that and they want to learn how to take that further into the world and they want to be around really, truly kick-ass, like real kick-ass business people like a Gary, like a Dan Martell, people that have built actual real businesses and say, hey, here's exactly how to do it. That's awesome. And so – How many people are you expecting? It only holds 500. Okay. On purpose, I could go get some event hall that holds fifteen hundred. That you lose the you lose the. That's a sweet spot, five hundred. I think. Oh, it's so sexy, Brad. It is so sexy, dude. Mm -hmm. No, that's awesome. I've been in events. I've been doing live events for six years in in another like niche, and every time it gets above five hundred, gets you you lose that like. I'm a I we hang out an hour after our event closes down for the evening. The whole leadership staff stays there for an hour just to hang out with the people. That's awesome. And so that's why we do so well in people wanting to continue on with us because they go, oh, these are real people. They don't jump behind the curtain. They're just real folk. And you don't have a whole bunch of speakers coming out. I mean you're going to keep it you and a handful of your super VIP guys that yeah, it's not but just like any Tom, Dick, and Harry. No, and speak. I don't – and if you're a quote-unquote professional speaker, even though I know Sean's a professional speaker, I don't look at him that way because he's so real and raw, right? Totally. Even though he's like, the guy's a pro. Yeah. But like, you know, hey, how you do? Like those type of people, forget about it. No no professional speakers prancing around on our stage. No, only people who've done it and proven it. That's awesome. I had two, I had two criteria. I said you got to be a really cool human being <laughs> and you got to actually have a message of how you got where you got and why you're living the life of joy and fulfillment you are. Now – um, if people, when they see on the page, I'm actually going to be interviewing a lot of what I call the rock stars of the industry. And there are a lot, there are almost all of them are my joint venture partners because they all have a story. So I'm going to take like 15, 20 minutes to interview them so that the people in the crowd can be like, I relate to that person. I see that. And dude, we're talking all walks of life. One's a green smoothie gal. One's a, you, you know, know, excuse me, just burped. Uh, that come good. through? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's no. awesome. We're gonna leave it in there. Yeah, that was an that was that was an excellent lunch. Hope somebody's um, using like some like some uh, what are they like the Bose <laughs> headphones with deep bass on them right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been a, this is a fun podcast. So, but what's um, so I'm gonna be uh, like spotlighting what how they found their mission their message their passion their purpose and how they're profiting from it yep. so that people can see because i think a lot of times if people just see a great example of something they go well wait if they did it i can do it i can do it that's and so thing, for man. me that's yeah. my superpower is creating great relationships with people and they go wow i, I would I'd, I'd love to do something with you mm-hmm. yeah do you, do you have a podcast you got to get one dude I don't, but You'll you know, be okay. Great at it, and I swear to God, it has been the biggest hack to uh, getting amazing relationships. Because like all these people you talked about, I'm like, yep, interviewed them, interviewed them. Anytime yeah, yeah, I find yeah. somebody like yourself, whatever that I want to talk to, I reach out. Would love to have you on my show. And you're already good at this anyway. Yeah. So I mean, I would do this if this is for me. I don't even think of it as an excuse to help. Millions of listeners' lives. I'm like, no, this is me just recording calls that I want to have with people I want to talk to. Well, I do have a show coming out. Yes. And I'm going to tell you the name of it because nobody else can take it because it wouldn't work for them. Yeah. And it's going to be called Yak with Yak. I like it. And it's actually going to be a live call-in show. Uh-huh. 
because for me, I love the spontaneity of like taking call-ins. Yep. And I'm actually building the studio right now. It's going to look like a full-on radio studio. And it's going to be really super epic. We're going to film it and video it. And then, and if 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 you say what's the example of it, it's the Dan Patrick Show. Oh yeah, I got you. Cool. That's that's what I want to do. I feel like this is my best venue, yeah. other than like a live experience. So, thank you for that. I'm going to take that as um, that I'm supposed to really be doing it because that's what we're doing. Absolutely. I mean, I would do this if I had one listener. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I mean, you're having conversations with people all the time anyway. It's just like, hey, I'm letting you be a fly on the wall. You're listening to me yak. So <laughs> I don't have to, and you don't have even have to make it a super formal show. It's like, hey, listen, you really are a fly on the wall to what I'm yeah. doing. Everybody out there right now listening is, you know, I, I did not create a structured format so that I could bring them value. Sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah, yeah. no, I, I get like it. I to talk to cool people like yourself. So, um, what is, so Amplify Live, by the way, if people are like listening to this right now and they uh, are just like, yeah, sign me up, where do they go? They go to www.theampedlife.com. Cool. And I will put that in the show notes for sure. Did um, I say W slow enough? W. Is that on the World Wide Web? That's the one you got. Yeah, you, you know about it. I've heard. I think it's a fad, though. <laughs> It's going away. So um, now you don't – like personally right now, I know you got your real estate stuff, et cetera. Are you – do you have more fun and are you working more towards working with people in uh, like live and group settings as opposed to just selling info products? Yeah. I'm just so not a fan of info products anymore. Like I consume them or I used to. I still do sometimes and I can make them but I'm never as – I'm never as uh, motivated to create an info product as I am just to work with people in, you know, live workshops, one-on-one, small groups, et cetera. And then if, yeah, if I record that and create a product out of it, that's one thing. But I just feel as though most people don't take action on products they buy, but most of them take action when they are working with people, whether it's in a group coaching or mentorship or mastermind type of a type of an event. Um, Yeah. You you know what my goal is, Brad? yeah, Yeah. Just to be very honest with you. Sleep with all the playmates twice? No. (laughs) No, I've got my girl. i got my girl. I'm in love with her, and she's super fine. So, Um, And just really beautiful on the inside, believe it or not. Um, Here's the cool thing is my goal is I want the information that I share with people to be so damn good that they're like, man, if it was that good listening to it, like just audio in my car or whatever. What's it like live? What's it like live? Because – Dude, I'm a huge Mumford and Sons fan. Yeah, like, I love Mumford and Sons. Again. Like, like, like ape shit crazy for them. <laughs> and I, I listen to their album over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, and still love it. But dude, when I saw them live, blew your mind. Dude, you would have thought I was a 12 year old girl at a new kids on the <laughs> new kids on the block concert, man. That's so awesome. It was big, and that's the difference about seeing stuff live. But here's here's the thing. I've also been to a lot of live here the air quotes again seminars and and they can just be so sterile and so eh mm-hmm. that people don't walk away saying dude I was really I had a transformational experience there. Yeah. And I and I want did you ever see that um did you ever see that uh Disney movie School of Rock with Jack Black. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. Okay, so it's like the best movie ever in my opinion, Yeah, I right? totally agree. So remember he's there with the parents and he's like um you know, your kids touched me, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I touched them too. Right? Yeah, okay. So, like, best line ever. Yeah, right. But 
when people come to Amplify Live Experience, I'm going to touch them. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. I'm going to touch you. <laughs> I'm going to touch. I'm a touchy-feely. I'm a hugger. It's how I am. But I really believe when people come to a live experience, first of all, I honor that they would take their time and their energy and their money and invest it in something like that to travel out. Oh, yeah. It's but I not- also think that because they do that, the return for them is a lot greater because they're actually invested in it. Always. And all it takes is one amazing relationship with another attendee mm. to change your life. I've had many business, either whether it's a, a big partnership form or small partnerships, promotional partnerships, best friends. I mean, I could, you and I could probably go on for days about how the yeah. single best thing you can do uh, as a entrepreneur or as a person is to go find your tribe and be there and not just not just inside Facebook groups. I so I dude I just want to say amen, brother. How can I get a witness? <laughs> can I get a witness? It's it's just. But how do we reach through the? It looks like you and I got the same microphone too. I don't know. Bravo. You got an AT twenty twenty or no? Yeah. Oh hey. Yeah. At. Um, I can see your little blue thing glowing. Mine's glowing too. Yep. But um, how do we reach through these at twenty twenties? And tell like like how do we get them to? It doesn't have to be Fear, my life. We man. scare them. I mean, they've it's it is the single one thing that has changed my business. Mm-hmm. Well, Being the, around others at this. So I think it's this: the people who get it will get it. The people who yeah. don't won't. And um, you're the you are either the type of person who does who enjoys interacting with people like you who's not intimidated even if you are intimidated you realize that everybody there has something um to not only get but give and um or you're not you're just going to be that kind of person who just sits around and just hopes for things to get better but without fail the types of people who have the most success are the ones who get out there and interact and it really has nothing to do with coming to see you speak yeah. Right. It's not about you. It's right. about the environment, the event, and the people. The types of people who go to this are the types of people you want to be around. Yeah. Um, that's the cool thing. I always say, like, I don't necessarily go to an event because I like who the speaker is. I, it's like, I go to the event because I like who the speaker can attract. Yeah. To his event. That's so true. Right. I might think you're a douche, but you bring some good people. Yeah. Right? Now, let me. Can I throw an analogy out there that has really been helpful for me? Yep. Um, so most people, if you like really think about this one and we don't have to go super deep, but just think for like two seconds, most people only know one or two entrepreneurs Yeah, and it's usually their boss. <laughs> so good. That's so smart. So here's the thing for me. And, and obviously your boss isn't going to go, f- you know, fan the flame and do an inferno for you for your entrepreneurial endeavor. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, when you go to a live event, when you go to a mastermind, you are, you are, you are, you are circling yourself and and putting yourself around that scene that setting that sanctuary for others to say you can do it like you got this you're gifted you should go for it can i give you another metaphor that i love so yes. have you seen harry potter or red harry yes. potter okay so yes. you know what a muggle is you know what? I'm not a Harry Potter buff, but so I, you, I, I you know I, you ever heard them called muggles? Oh, I, I, muggles are just normal sounds... people. No, muggles are just non-wizards. Okay. They're just oh. the, the populace. Yeah. Like, if you don't have magic, you're a muggle. And it's not oh. a derogatory term. It's just mm. like, oh, the muggles, like the, okay. you know, it's like the, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and um, it's funny because most of my friends and probably your friends who 
are not in our world of entrepreneurship, of lifestyle design, of like not even just entrepreneurship, but the kind that we do, they look at us as like they don't get it. Like it's either magic. Like how Mm -hmm. do you just go off and do whatever you want with your day? You're always doing something different. You have nice things and yet you're going to nice places and you seem to have no stress. Although that's definitely not true. But what we do looks like it's magic. Yeah. Right? So – Although anybody could do it at any time, I oftentimes, and some of my friends, we refer to people who don't as muggles. Like, Mm -hmm. they look at us as magic, and they think, oh, I wish I could get into Wizard Academy, and I wish I could do that, but man, this is just so cool. And it's almost like, no, if you just understood, you're a a muggle, but you could be a wizard. Like, it's just apply to the academy, and boom, you're – by the way, Wizard Academy in Austin, Texas is amazing, but – there's a real wizard academy. Oh, dude. Seriously? Like, you have to Google that when we get off. It's the most magical place on earth. And it's all about business and entrepreneurship and oh, marketing. It has nothing to do with Harry Potter. Nothing. But it oh. feels like you stepped into Harry into Hogwarts. If you've yeah, it, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> I'll like wizardacademy.org or com or whatever. But yes. um But yeah, dude, that's the point. It's like you can you can come hang around with the wizards otherwise you just think it's magic it ain't magic it's a lot of hard work yeah but it's the magic of the mindset that makes people like you and i and all the attendees going oh yeah no we can do this who's got an idea well i've got an idea to implement it here's how you make it happen well okay isn't that were you a computer dude before you got into all this nope Mm -mm. bro i couldn't figure computer out if my okay Here's let's let's just diary this confessions of, of whatever. Here's a diary confession right here. 2013, very early beginning of the year, I wrote down um it was either yeah, 2013, I wrote down I will figure out how to build a website <laughs> on my own. And no joke, it was this was my column of fears to face this year. Wow, build a website. Learn how to build a website because I had built a website before. When I say I built a website, I had paid five yeah. or ten grand for somebody to build it for me, and I said, "Hey, can you change this number in this word?" Like, yeah, that'll be three hundred seventy-nine dollars. Yeah, like, so you, Fuck felt, you, you felt worthless because you couldn't, yeah, you felt worthless. Like, oh, my, not worthless, helpless because like I can't yes. change this one little thing. So mine is the opposite. I became an accidental expert in that stuff because when I started off in this, I was too cheap to uh, hire it done. Even yeah. though I got into it because I was like, oh, Tim Ferriss said that I could outsource everything. And yeah. then I didn't outsource anything. And then things <laughs> would break. And I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm going to use Google to figure this out. So yeah. I learned HTML because I was trying to fix my site because I didn't have time to wait wow. or money to spend. I was like, I could hire somebody on Odesk and Upwork and Fiverr, but it might take them three or four hours to respond. I need this shit done now. Right, yeah. So I was just I'm saying like a guy like you who said, okay, I want to go – everything is figure outable, right? Like yeah. that's – I mean we all know that, but – the problem is most people – here's the thing. Most people think Wizard Academy is three days and that's it. Yeah. Wizard Academy – Wait, you mean Amped? No, because we're talking about Wizard Academy. Oh, okay, cool. Just back to the metaphor. Do we oh, need yeah, to drop yeah, that yeah, metaphor? Yeah, yeah, we can yeah, drop yeah. it, but – No, I like it. Okay, so we'll go back to Wizard Academy. Most people think Wizard Academy is three days and that's it and they don't – they won't go any further. Meaning they don't realize that this takes time and effort and it, but if you just keep showing up and you keep deciding I'm going to learn one new thing today – You'll get better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, if you're like me, don't you have 17 million things you wish you could get done today? Holy crap. And you only get done three? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, me too. And and I don't know about you, but I, I have a team now that handles stuff. And I'm still like, okay, guys, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And the, still nothing gets done as much as I really wanted to get done. Uh, yeah, the life of an entrepreneur, right? Right. But it, but And you want to pull your hair out. Yep. But the problem is it's like, wait, hold on a second. Did we inch closer to what we wanted to go than we were yesterday? And the answer is yes. Cool. Then we're making progress. Then you turn back and you're like, oh, my God, I know how to build this whole thing myself. I can't believe it. People have no idea. Some of my best friends who don't know what I've been up to the last two years because I, we, I've been still doing my thing yeah. and we still keeping the regular business going. But I've been off to these like seminars and masterminds and, and one of my best friends recently goes, hey, he goes, what are these things everybody's talking about called funnels? Yeah, I know, right? And I'm like – To hey, us, I- it's like when you say the word funnel or think of a word funnel like 100 times a day and we forget. <laughs> and And OK, so – Another confession of a whatever we are right now, when I first heard about websites or whatever from Brendan, we bought this thing. Um, I can't remember. Maybe it was Kajabi or something like that because you know we, mm-hmm. we tried everything. And they're like, yeah, you can't just build a landing page. You actually have to build a funnel. I'm like, I never heard this word funnel before. I want a landing page. And they're like, sir, it's a funnel. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck a funnel is. Right. But what's so funny is uh, I was talking to my friend. He's like, what the hell is a funnel? I go, dude, I hang out with – and have built some of the most epic funnels ever. And he's uh-huh. like, where the hell did you learn how to build these funnels? That's awesome. <laughs> I went to Funnel You, bro. No, you know not. what? I, dude, Funnel You is a really good course, by the way. Or yeah. uh, pro, for, with Russell. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I mean like the, the one he just came out with. Uh, it's excellent. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I hate Russell because I want to be him. I hate him because I ain't him. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. He's a humble dude, man. Yeah, I love, I love him. Um, because I'm, I'm just so impressed with the stuff that he puts out. It's just. Really Have you cool. had him on here yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that I've had everybody on here. Yeah. Not everybody, but I will. That guy's excellent, man. That yeah. guy's really excellent. By the way, I'm going to thesaurus right now, and I'm typing in funnel. I'm gonna okay. find another word for funnel. I'm gonna own yeah. it. I'm gonna be like, yo, I just created. Yeah, Ooh, dude. Funnels were so 2016. You need this. Siphon. Ooh, sales siphon. siphon. That has such a like – Siphon uh, is not a funnel though. No, it's Instead not. Carry, pass, traject, move, channel. A channel. Yeah, that's so uh, – Filter. Mm. Maybe funnel is the only word that can be used. Like I always at, thought it was funny that um, – At this point, yeah. Certain people would claim – like start using a – okay, like – well, I don't know who used it first, whether it was Perry, Belcher, Ryan Dice. No, <laughs> like kidding. Tripwire. Well, originally, yeah. it's a self-liquidating offer. And I remember back in like 2008 or nine, Ryan and Perry came out with a report. I have it on my computer called the self-liquidating offer. Mm-hmm. And it was all about a cheap offer that gets just identifies buyers. And then a few yeah. years later, they were like, oh, you got to have a Tripwire. Now everybody's – it's part of the lexicon and they yeah. own it and you think of them. And yeah. Like, Those dudes just stuck their fork in it and claimed it as mine. Yeah, to tripwire. Yeah. Yep. That's- and what they're doing is just fantastic. There's so many people doing so many. Here's the other thing I love about this this community is so many people are so collaborative. Yeah. We we both have kind of come from the real estate world, and we both know friends that are real estate, all that, and that is not a collaborative world, hardly at all. No, not at all. In fact, it, they, they die over their leads, and they will fight for their leads, and whatever. And then in this world, we share. You, you're like, hey, dude, you want to team up and do something? I'll, I'll promote you. You promote me. And we're like, cool, peanut butter and jelly. This works perfect. Let's go. <laughs> I can't hear the word peanut butter. Have you ever seen that little uh, dancing meme, that peanut butter jelly time? 
No. Ah, Sounds like I need to Google that too. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Every time I hear that, it's it'll stick in your head. I almost don't want to send it to you. But you're right. I I call it coopetition instead of competition. It's like this is coopetition. Yeah. It is funny too in the in the real world. Um, the last thing a business owner typically would ever do is promote another business, even if it's not a competitive business or whatever. They're like, why would I ever do a joint venture? Air quotes or. you know, with, with this guy, like that's not done. That's super advanced, whatever. I would never think of it in the world of information marketing. That's the first thing people think of is who can I get yeah. to promote my stuff? Yeah. So, and, um, and, and can I say this? Cause I want, I want people to walk away. Cause I know it's a lot of business owners and stuff in here. Yeah. Can I give them two like pieces of advice that won't take very long? Please. Um, most people can't jump on board with you and don't want to joint venture with you because your shit isn't cool. That's a, and I'm not saying you specifically, but mm-hmm. for most people. And when most people are like, hey, nobody wants to jump on board with my idea because maybe your idea is a train to nowhere or a train to boring land, mm-hmm. right? And number two, um, do like do cool shit. And number two, be a cool person. Like people want to hang out with cool people, right? Absolutely. I think the reason why so many people have jumped on, and even our buddy Sean, he's like, Keith, I've never seen somebody come in to this space like as fast as what you're doing and building something as cool as you're doing this quickly. And I go, dude, I've got really cool people that are helping me. Like this isn't just the Keith Yaki show. Hey, let me ask you something on that. So personal curiosity. Yeah. Uh, when you decided to throw this event and you like, you got Gary V on there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, coming and, you know, Ryan, I mean, Sean and some, you know, other big people. Like, so with Gary, did yeah. you develop this relationship with Gary strategically? Have you known him for a long time? No. Okay. So that story is very simple. We both believe deeply in a human project. Okay. Did you guys connect up through Thrive and Wes and all this? Uh, not through Thrive, but I connected through um, Wes Chapman. Cool. And I told Wes and JJ what I was wanting to do in Las Vegas, and they're like, "Dude, I can I I could see Gary really getting into something like that because you know, kind of the unspoken word is like let's let's totally shift the seminar business from a a, a plastic piece of whatever to something that's real and awesome. Nice. And so when I when I sat down and had um. Uh, my one-on-one meeting with Gary of what we were wanting to accomplish. Um, it was very simple. I said, I'll, I'll buy books to, to have you here. Mm-hmm. And it was just a value exchange. Like he, what was really important to him was selling books. Yep. What was really important to me was having somebody who carries really, his weight. Yeah. Carries his weight. But, but more importantly, like says something that I actually really believe because yeah. I have some other friends in here that, that, that people would recognize their names that I actually haven't asked to be a part of this that I think would have been. Only, but And I have mad, mad, mad respect for who they are, what they've done, and, and what they're all about. But I just want people to be able to unleash their inner rock star. And I just feel like the people I brought around me have sim- that similar sort of um, – edgy fuck you kind of attitude and, and and it's not like i don't i don't like just cursing to curse because that sounds just like that's like the new thing mm-hmm. but it's people that have really grown up as kind of a, a rebel kind of an outsider that say you know what really from my heart fuck you just just a, a heartfelt fuck you I love it. I want. I want to go after my potential, and I want to go after my dreams, and I know you do too. And I don't care what you look like. If you wear a suit or you don't wear a suit, if you're tat tattoos or you don't have tattoos, you you have a tribe out there 
that really resonates with you. And you know who really taught me that better than anybody hmm. was Brendan. Nice. Yeah, really. He He's like, man, your perspective matters. And you know what's really interesting? Because I'm such a huge fan of his. Um, I would bring, I would show his videos to some of my friends, kind of the tattooed, muscled, kind of that kind of group. And they'd be like, we don't get him. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, what do you not get about him? They're like, we don't get him. But they're like, when you take his truth and you share it through your filter, we're in. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, you can take the same. It's, it's all about the messenger. Yeah, it's less about the message. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I'll give you a, a very funny story because I am a huge fan of Brendan's. Um, I was a huge fan of Tony Robbins as well until I went to one of his events. And um, I have such deep respect for who Tony Robbins is, what he's done, all that stuff. But I went to his Unleashing the Power Within event. Mm-hmm. And I just went for the first day, but I didn't go for the last three or the last three of the four because it wasn't for me. Yeah. It just wasn't you for appreciate me. it for what it is, but it's just like uh, it's maybe a square peg in a round hole. But I yeah, get just it. hey, like man, the other nine thousand people probably enjoyed it. it. Just wasn't for me. A little too rah rah. What's that? A little too rah rah. And yeah, just it it wasn't for me. But here's the interesting thing about that. This is what this because so many people would be like, oh, there's already a Tony Robbins out there. Who needs more motivation? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but dude, the, he does. He's not for everybody. You know, I'm glad you say that too. It reaffirm something that's been like on my mind as well like i i often say like i'm oh wow can you guys hear my baby in the background a little bit i probably okay. wouldn't have well, known until you said that okay well if you need to it's cut that bad. part out no it's not it's not hold, bad. hey brad can you actually hold on one yep. second can you edit this hold on a second. yeah 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 hold on one second dude do you guys hear the baby do you hear her crying i may have to edit this out otherwise i'll just talk to you my peeps while Keith is getting his baby to stop yakking. Get it? His last name is Yaki, and he's yakking. Okay, I'm going to edit this part out. <laughs> um, you there? Yeah, I've just kind of been rambling. I was like, maybe I won't edit this out. And then I was rambling so much, I'm like, no, nah, i got to edit this part Dude, out. please do, because she was literally right outside my door just going crazy. No, it's all good. Okay, so. So what I was saying You were is, saying, you're so glad you said that because. Yeah, well, I'm glad you said that because, so. Here's the thing. I have a lot of people going, Brad, you are so smart. Oh my God, where did you come up with that? You are so smart. And I don't necessarily feel smart because I know that I am standing on the shoulders of giants, oftentimes just echoing and repeating stuff that I've read, heard, learned, or whatever. And I'm like, I've never, I, I never feel as though I've had an original thought in my life. Like I'm literally parroting other folks. And then that makes me feel unauthentic. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, all these other people are so original because it's the first time I heard them say it. I think it's yeah. not them until I realize that they're parodying other people. And I say yeah. parody, not in a bad way. But what we all do is we consume information. We consume different information. We piece it together. And then the way we deliver it, yep. it's either going to hit with that person or not. And I could be saying, like you said, the same exact stuff as this person here. And yep. that that person, they're like, no, nah, doesn't do anything. But when you say it, so it, it's almost like it. I have to remind myself to give myself permission yep. to put my message out there to people and yep. realize that they're getting the message and the messenger. So uh, for folks listening, if, if you feel as though oh, I don't have anything to offer, or I don't have anything original, there's no original thoughts out there yep. anyway. I mean, there's original ways to do it. My superpower is I am uh, – I. I actually pull this stuff out of the air that like I learned this five years ago in this book and uh, I'll bet it would apply to your situation. That's what I'm really good at. Really? Yeah. Like it's, um, 
I was actually, there was a podcast I was on and it just came out today, an episode uh, on Authority Alchemy. And they're like, if you had near perfect recall of every marketing campaign or strategy you've ever heard, and they were t- saying that was me. And I was like, I don't, I don't deserve those accolades, but it is kind of cool that other people recognize that in me that I'm like, oh yeah. Back in 2011, I read an, in, I there was an information product and in module three. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's great recall, man. So, um, but here's, here's the thing. Can I add to that? Yeah. That's the biggest hangup right now is people are afraid to just share what they know. Yep. Listen, you, we are all a patchwork of our experiences and the mentors and people that have spoken to our life. Mm-hmm. It's, we just are. I mean, I even struggled with doing, wanting to do this new thing I'm doing called the Yak with Yak Call-In Show. Yeah. Because there's the Ask Gary V Show. But guess what? Dude, you know how many people have been doing call-in radio shows? Yeah, Gary didn't invent that. I know. Gary didn't invent doing a, uh, a, a video on something you are passionate about like wine. He's the first person to do exactly wine and put it on the web. But people have been doing talk shows about stuff on TV for in radio for years. That's the so that but that's people are so afraid of well what are they going to think I'm in this or thinking that who cares just go do you and guess what you're gonna sound like some of your mentors just like they sound like some of their mentors just like but you know what you are the gateway to a whole group of people that would never hear about these other people. They would never even know who the heck you're even talking about. They think it's you. And it is you because now it's coming through your filter. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That, that, but that's – and that's also the, the beauty of what we get to do is we get to share our advice, our expertise, our perspective on whatever it is that we're doing. And there will be people that will be like, oh, I like that. There's probably people that maybe within the first five minutes of you and I on this call like don't like that guy. Yep. And they may have tuned off. Whatever, there may be another person that actually stayed on and listened to the end. Mm-hmm. And the people that want to listen to the end are hoping you and I go for another two or three hours You're and right. they would listen. So You're it's right. like, whatever, whatever. What are you going to do? You're huh? going to just wrap, it, wrap that shit in bacon and call it a day. Hell yes. Bacon, <laughs> baby. Well, yeah. man, this, is, this has been awesome. So, Keith, um, what uh, – okay, so the Amped Life – is it the Amped Life? That's where The Google, Amped Life, yeah. Google.com and they can go check it out and go – I mean this is May. Hopefully everybody's gotten a lot out of this if they've listened and the, the thing is sold out and now you're like crying into your iPhone just going, no, why did I wait a month to listen right. to the show? Um, but And the early bird specials actually end May 31st. Crap. All right, guys, jump on that. Now, but if if after the Amp Life, is that still going to be your primary uh, place to find out more about Keith Yaki? Yeah, or you can just go to keithyaki.com. Cool. Y-A-K-E-Y? Y-A-C-K-E-Y. Y-A-C-K-E-Y. It's really funny. I was looking at your name, and I still misspelled it. That's awesome, dude. So you have extra superpowers that we know not of. Exactly. I am the worst. I'm actually a great speller. I'm a terrible proofreader. But nice. Um, so cool. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episizzle because these episodes are too hot to be episodes. <laughs> episizzles. Hot damn. Brad, can I say one more thing? Yes. Just to add extra little izzle to the sizzle. Izzle to the shizzle. As, as, a, as, a, as a wrap up, yeah. as, without using the pun wrap, 
bacon wrap. Um, if I hope people gain from this saying, you know what, there's a guy who has walked his path and he's not ashamed of it. I love it. So and many they, people are ashamed they, of their paths. And they can – dude, uh, I – I shut down the freeway in 2010, October October 12, 2010, with my bandmates to raise uh, awareness for homeless kids on the 101 and Sunset Boulevard. We went to jail, paid a big fine, whole thing. Uh, All of LA hated us. That was on that freeway right there. (laughs) And so many of my people said, so many of my friends said, "You got to don't ever bring that up. Don't ever share that." And I actually believed him for a while. Oh hell no. And yet it was such an epic, cool thing to do and to share and to be a part of. And you know what? So if anybody walks away, listen, your story is important. It can help other people. Share it in such a way that there's at least a touch of humility to it because you've been brought to things probably not of your own accord. You've, brought, you've been brought through them probably not of your own accord. Be good at what you do but also understand there's a little bit of luck and grace in all of it. And if your closest friends are telling you not to share your story, I would find new closer friends. With that, I will give you an amen. That is powerful stuff, man. I absolutely love it. Fellas and ladies who are listening to the show, I hope this has been an entertaining show and you learned something. Because as Walt Disney said, I was telling Keith this earlier, a famous Walt Disney quote that I actually found last week when I was prepping for a speech is that I hope I, I would much rather entertain you and hope you learn something than teach you and hope you were entertained. Yeah, I love and, it. Uh, and I love that about you, and I think that'll happen at Amplify. I guarantee it will. Um, guys, go I hope check. you can come out. Yeah, I do too. You, I think I, I looked at my schedule. I, I believe it's open. So um, the uh, ampedlife.com, keithyaki.com, check it out. If Oh, b- by the way, big uh, shout out. If he's listening to JJ, Josh Jordison, yeah. who introduced Thank you, us. He's actually introduced us me to yeah. several people. And... Um, uh, I love JJ. He's awesome. And, uh, Good dude. Salt it, of the earth. Yeah. It was really funny. The first time I met him was at an entrepreneur's dinner and he and I never met and he shook my hand. He's like, wait a minute, dude. I was just listening to one of your episodes on the way to this dinner. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm famous, bitch. <laughs> so, um, but JJ, big, big props. I got to get him on the show too. And, um, by the way, speaking of the show, if you, uh, like it, obviously, you can share it, and I won't be mad at you, and you can tell your friends about it. Say, man, did you hear Keith and Brad yakking it up on Bacon Rat Business? It's really, really cool. If you want some help in your business and uh, you don't know where to go, and not just your business, in your life, I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff too, um, shoot me an email. Like, Don't think that there's not assistance out there. Don't think that I'm sitting in an ivory tower unable to help people. You'd probably be surprised at uh, you know what I'm willing to do for my listeners and my friends and my clients and f- people like that. Send me an email to askbrad at baconwrappedbusiness.com. If you're not on my newsletter, jump on my newsletter. And you can get that at baconwrappedbusiness.com. You sign up for the little thing. I don't make it that hard to find and get on there. I've got a cool little report. It's like 70 plus marketing tools that either I use or I recommend in my business and it's totally free. It's my little bribe to get you to get on my newsletter. I don't overdo it. I don't send you a lot of spam or anything like that. I just let you know when a new episode's out or when else something is cool. Um, And as a matter of fact, if you leave me a review on iTunes, 
By the way, Keith, will you leave me a review after this? Yeah. See dude, how I put you on the spot? I don't even, you know, I just right there face to face. Put him on the spot. Leave me a review on iTunes, and I will pick one lucky reviewer uh, in the next week, and I will offer you a uh, quick 15-minute uh, phone consult. We can talk about what um, what you are uh, up to. Any questions you've got, I'm willing to do that. I'm bribing you for reviews because that's how we game the iTunes system. See how I do that? Anyway, that being said, guys, once more, send an email to Ask Brad at Bacon Rep Business. Keith, I really hope I can make it out to your Amped event. And um, keep up the good work, dude. You're doing some cool stuff, and I look forward to you know, staying in contact, meeting you in person, calling you a friend. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. And, uh, do you drink coffee, pleasure. by the way? What's that? Do you or your wife drink coffee? I'm a chai guy, but my wife is a coffee gal. Boom. All right. I got your a- address. I'm also, I'm going to send you, I'm going to address it to you, okay. coffee for her, some stiletto coffee. The oh, world's yeah, 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 sexiest yeah. coffee. I'm going to ask her if she's, I mean, is it out and about? or is It is it just... out and about, but she, I she probably hasn't heard about it because we've only been open for a few months. Although this was cool. Somebody told me they heard uh, two girls at CVS at, in Hollywood the other night talking about stiletto coffee. That's got to just feel so freaking oh, epic. Made my month. It was yeah. amazing. So I'm doing something right. Yeah. My, well, my wife and I are doing something right. And uh, no, I'll send you some and you can give it to her and say, honey, you kick ass. This coffee kicks ass. This coffee is you were really kick mad at me that one day? Well, guess what I got you? Boom. <laughs> From the friendly folks over at Stiletto Coffee. Exactly. She'll be like, where's my stilettos, son of a bitch? She's going to wonder if the bottom of the red, the bottom of the bag is red. I got that coming out, dude. That's it. That's in design. I'm probably about two months away from actually uh, getting the, all the print ones. But yes, we are getting a red bottom bag. You heard it first here on Bacon Rat Business. <laughs> Fellas, it is uh, an awesome gift too for your, your ladies. We even have a bottle, a wine bottle full of coffee beans. So it's good stuff. Cool Makes stuff, a good gift. Man. Buy it, seriously, guys, so I can pay my rent. All right. This is it. I got another call to make. And Keith, this has been so cool. I will uh, look forward to catching up with you later. All right, my man. Thanks, brother. Thank you. See ya.